0: morning everybody i hope you're doing well welcome to our uh, tuesday morning uh, devotion we have for a while now been walking through uh, hebrews and have uh, been looking at really kind of verse by verse section by section but walking through all of it every verse trying to hit everything and walking through not omitting uh, any any difficult passage or any verse that just kind of doesn't make sense, and so we've been trying to hit it all and talk through it and talk through some implications of this wonderful letter, uh, potentially written by Paul, which many in the early church viewed this as Paul's. Paul, but ultimately, God is the author of Scripture. He is the one who's inspired men to write down what they saw God doing and what they heard from the lord and uh so we have hebrews that is a inspired letter uh, given to god's church for the edification of his people and so we have one verse here again uh, we looked at verse 13 last week and uh, looked at how we we see a fearful reminder of the deceitfulness of sin that we have an enemy in sin and in the flesh and in satan that is seeking to deceive uh, people deceive believers, deceive everyone around us, everyone on the earth, deceive them by their sin and harden their hearts so that they will reject and turn away from Christ. And so we have in that verse such an encouragement to exhort, to direct um, reproof and praise and encouragement and help to one another every day so that we will help each other come to know Christ and grow in grace and not be Hardened by the deceitfulness of sin and so today we're going to look at verse 14 of chapter 3 and it says for we have come to share in Christ if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end and so this is a classical doctrine called the perseverance of the saints and so this doctrine here from this one verse says clearly that those who confess and believe in Christ will continue in that confession to the end of their lives from beginning to end, that confidence, that belief, that faith will remain there and strong and grow and will not be forsaken and turned away from. And so let's break down really the words, the Greek words here in this verse to better understand what it means and then what it means in your life and my life. There's not as much discussion today as there was years past, uh, in previous generation in the church of backsliding. Is it possible? Can a Christian backslide? Can they profess faith in Christ and then go their way and walk away from their confession and away from the church and then come back? Is that possible? There's a lot of discussion about that, a lot of debate over whether that is possible. And we see in Scripture here, this one verse answers this question and directs our attention to the bigger issue. The bigger issue is not what we are capable of. The bigger issue is not whether we are capable of terrible sin and rebellion, because we are. Even as believers, we are capable of terrible sin. But the bigger issue is, is one's confession of Christ genuine and real and life-changing, and does it come from a heart that has been saved, a soul that has been reborn, a person that has been baptized in Christ and in His death and has been raised in a new life? Who has been born again like jesus told nicodemus must happen for one to come to know god and enter the kingdom of heaven and so for we have come to share in christ the word therefore uh for coming to share in christ or participating having the mutual uh, confession of christ is a perfect verb meaning that it is complete so it is saying that uh, that those who have come to share in Christ, who have the, their share and their identity, who they are in Jesus, it is complete. It is not a potentiality. It is a reality that is true and full, that is not progressive. It is not growing. It is done and complete. And so, this is justification. This is that when we come to Christ, when we are saved by His grace, it is complete. It is not partial. It is not progressive. It is not culminate. It does not eventually arrive. It is complete at a point. It is perfect. And that the perfection of that salvation grows and changes and molds and makes and is further bearing fruit in life. And so we have a stark difference between when one comes to faith in Christ and when one is changed into the likeness of Christ and is further purified by walking and following Jesus. There's a big difference in those things because, one, in this one verse we see that what the author is saying is that an original confidence in Christ, a profession of faith in Christ, a original salvation is complete at a point. It's perfect. It is perfect, and it is done. And the effects of that uh, that work of salvation continue onward and display. So that there's no such thing as a progressive, uh, progressive salvation, where we progressively become saved, but there is a singular point. That we may not know, you may not know as a believer when that point is, but you can look at the effect and see, and see, yes, there was a point. God, may you reveal that to me. You may not know it specifically. That may be your prayer to ask God to reveal it to you, but you can know by the effect, the ongoing reality that points back to a point where you professed faith. You believed in Christ and Jesus came and saved you. And brought you back to life. And so it is a perfect reality. It's a perfect reality that describes what it means to know Jesus, to share in Christ, to participate, to have your identity and your life in Him. If, so this is a conditional statement, uh, this is a conditional clause, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. And what this what this conditional statement entails is that this is a condition that most likely is true but potentially will come to pass. But it's still an if. It's still a condition. There is still the potential for it not to be true if the original confidence was not genuine, if what the beginning of this verse says is not true of you. So that what it means here, what he means is that If we truly have come to share in Christ, we have genuinely professed and depended and trusted in Jesus and He has met with us in a genuine, real spiritual change and encounter with God, that that will produce, that will produce a confidence that endures all of life. That what was original, that original profession and trust in Christ will continue onward it will indeed produce a life that is continuously within that confidence and within that profession. And so, at the end of your life, if you have professed faith in Christ, if you have been born again by His grace, you at your death will continue in that if you genuinely have been saved. It will continue onward. Are you capable of heinous sin? Yes, you are. Yes, you are capable of it. You are capable of this hardening and deceitfulness of sin, the previous verse says. That sin is still within you. The effect of it, the flesh is still there. And we have an enemy that is real and that is active and is seeking to destroy us. And so the dangers are real. The opportunity for sin and rebellion are real. Therefore, we desperately need each other and we desperately need God's Word to encourage and to challenge and to reprove us that we would not be hardened by sin and that we would continue to progress to know Him and to profess faith in Christ. So, if you are saved by His grace, your confession is not based on you. It's based on Jesus. It's based on His work of grace in your life and that you may walk away you may go through a season of doubt and struggle i have been there i have been there in in a season in a year of struggle and difficulty of depression of just not being content where i where i was and what was happening and so that fouled up other things but god drew me back into repentance to turn from those things and to trust and be renewed by faith in him that God used brothers and sisters uh, around me to encourage me to that end, whether they knew it or not. God used his scripture and his word. He used music that directs uh, the listener to Christ and to his grace. God used many of these things to direct me to, uh, to the confidence and the firm confession in Christ. Uh, to that renewed faith and that repentance. You may be there. You may be in that season of struggle, season of darkness, the dark night of the soul, where God seems far from you. But if you genuinely are a believer, if your confession of Christ, your trust in Him is real, you will not turn away and never return. You will not turn away from Christ and go do your own thing and never come back to Him. But God, because He is the one who has saved you, He is the one who is seeking you, who is persevering with you, who will provide for you and take care of you, He is the one who that the the reality and the endurance of the saints is based on Him and His promise. Not on you, not on me. Remember salvation is a perfect work of grace it is him who has done it therefore the effect of that confession that salvation will produce lifelong fruit it's based on him rejoice in the grace that is sufficient to save your soul remind yourself of the love that he has had for you of the sharing that you can share in Christ you can receive the inheritance of the Son that His reward for His obedience is shared with you. What you do not deserve, what you do not, uh, have not merited, the merit of Christ has been laid upon you. How beautiful that is. Remind yourself of the gospel and the reality of what Jesus has done. And if it is true that you have been saved, you will endure. You will continue. You will hold firm and solid your confession and your profession of Christ to the end of your life, to the end of your days, no matter what happens. Because God is trustworthy, God is capable. So continue to press into Him, press into Christ, continue to trust in Him, and encourage someone else. Encourage someone else with truth. Ask hard questions, build good, solid relationships. And direct one another to Christ and to His faithfulness. The faithfulness of His grace. May God bless you today. I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday or whenever you hear this. If you're joining uh, via podcast. That God blesses you through His Word. And by His enduring presence through His Spirit. Uh, May you find a local church. May you plug in here at Faith Family. Uh, If you are a member here and joining us because of that connection, uh, may you find a place to be in a group to be with, build lifelong relationships with people that, uh, that edify, that direct, and that nurture your soul, and that you're able to do the same with others. May God bless you.